and welcome to the Future Faces Young Professional Podcast. My name is Sabah Hussain, I'm Vice President of Future Faces and today I'm joined by Will Crawford who's the founder of Quiet Note. I'm super excited to be talking to him and Will, this is the first time I've hosted a podcast so we'll see what kind of chaos we can create in the room today. So Will, welcome. How are you today? Yeah, I'm well. Thanks so much for having me today. I was going to say that was like the best introduction for the podcast. <laughs> that was so smooth. I was like, oh, brilliant. wouldn't have thought it was your first. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Will, tell me all about Quiet Note and how you founded it and what it's all about. Yeah, so the story behind Quiet Note is quite a long story, to be honest. So I, I actually studied a music degree at the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire, studying classical guitar and composition later into my degree. And... At the same time of studying music, I had a personal mindfulness and meditation practice, which was, you know, just I found an interest in it when I was sort of about 16 or 17 years old, and it became a really integral part of my life. And so whilst I was studying music, I I had this mindfulness practice and I was seeing all these links Mm. between the two. Um, Like to give you an example, um, towards the end of the degree, it required quite a lot of time practicing the guitar, which required a really strong sort of headspace and a lot of dedication to practice. And the mindfulness really helped me find my focus and increase my concentration when it came to that practice. And I was just seeing all these different combinations. Anyway, it came to my fourth year, and as many universities do, you have what's called a final project, which is anything you want to do, as long as you can justify why you want to do it, and obviously being a music degree, it had to do something with music, And but it was the COVID year. So yeah. all the usual projects, which are traditionally performance-based concerts, CDs, and albums, they were all cancelled, because live music basically grounded to a halt, didn't it? Yeah. So... Um, It gave me this opportunity to think, you know, how can I get the best out of this situation where we can't perform live music, so what can I do? And it was at that point where I thought, well, perhaps I could actually bring this mindfulness practice, which I've been, you know, just doing almost as a hobby or just personally to the side, and actually bring it together with my studies and my music. And that's where I actually came up with the idea, you know, what if there was a way to help people better understand the practice of mindfulness and meditation through music. Yeah. And that sort of founded the idea for Quiet Note. And it it sort of came at the right time because, you know, obviously mental health and well-being was a huge talking point and a topic. And, you know, rightly so. It was so important during the pandemic and continues to be. So it was just a way of being able to develop this practice and give something back. Yeah. So what does mindfulness mean to you? Yeah, that's a, that's a really nice way of phrasing the question, actually, because mindfulness is a really difficult thing to explain or describe. And yeah. you certainly can't write down the, the description in a dictionary because mindfulness is a hugely personal practice. To me, mindfulness is all about bringing myself more into the moment, moving away from this idea of going through life almost on autopilot. You know, you wake up, you go, you go to your job and then you come back and life sort of passes you by. Whereas actually there is so much beauty in the world. There is so many amazing things happening on a daily basis that if we can actually find a way to really tune into that and experience that to the fullest, even on the most boring of days, then we can actually get rid of those boring days and mindfulness can really help us to, it just does so much. It's it's an incredible practice. And there's obviously the whole relaxing and calming aspect, Mm. and it's great for reducing stress and anxiety. But it's not just about that. It's also about, you know, heightening your senses, you know, bringing you more into the moment, 
an old teacher of mine once said to me, mindfulness isn't, it's not about falling asleep. It's about falling awake. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. a really nice no, way no, of saying no. it. And actually it just describes it so beautifully because it does, it just makes you more aware of everything that's going on. And and then it can be used in a really productive way, you know, increasing your productivity and your concentration and your focus. Yeah. So it's, and it's a personal thing. Like yeah. you, the way you phrase the question, just put it so beautifully. It's not, what is it? It's what is it to you? Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head as well when you talked about, well, we're all a lot more aware of mental health and well-being and the importance of it. So how do you do mindfulness through music? Yeah, no, it's it's a great question because music and mindfulness is not a new thing. I haven't, I haven't invented anything yeah. here. And music has accompanied meditations and music and mindfulness practices for, for, for many years. But what I'm trying to do is bring the focus onto the music more so than the mindfulness. And so, well, if I explain how QuietNet works, that might give you a better idea. So QuietNet works on two platforms. The first is the online platform mm. where I've actually composed pieces of music, which act as the guide to meditations, moving away from a more traditional spoken guided meditation and actually being able to lose yourself in the music. I don't know if you found this, but anytime I've listened to a guided meditation, it's always been slightly off-putting and I've <laughs> never been able to sort of, you know, go into that state which you want to find through meditation. Whereas when you listen to a beautiful piece of music, you can just, all of a sudden, you can just be transported in a way and all those feelings and hormones that were rushing around your body just have yeah. disappeared. Yeah. And so that's where the, the music focus comes from. And so if we can use the music as the guide instead of someone speaking to you, then that might be the best way. That, yeah. well, for me, that's the best way to go yeah. about it, to be honest, because there's no, there's no distractions. It's just you and the music on your own. Yeah. And then... I also work in person with people actually using these resources and actually creating a communal environment where we can actually have a discussion afterwards. And actually, you know, if we take a piece of music and say, well, how did you find that? You know, what reaction to that music did you have? How did you feel during it? Well, that in itself is a beautiful mindfulness exercise because you're just dedicating yourself to that thought, mm. that one thing. You're yeah. not doing loads of different things. We're not multitasking, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing loads of crazy things. Oh, a great way to describe it actually. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> would be, when was the last time you heard a piece of music? Oh, well, well, I listen to classical music every day anyway. So like smooth classics at the end of the evening. And I just love it just to kind of exactly what you said, bring myself into the moment and to enjoy it. Well, yeah. And this is the thing. Music is around us all the time. You know, we hear it, you know, in the background when we're doing the dishes, yeah. when we're having dinner and it's always there. But actually finding time to just listen to music yeah that is really rare for so many people and actually you know for the listeners now you know when was the last time you just listened to a piece of music yeah you know nothing else not doing anything else no multitasking just sat down listening to a piece of music yeah and I guess a lot of people can find that quite tough now as well so because we're constantly switched on there's notifications things to do places to go especially as we're coming out of covid so when you've worked with people in person what have you noticed in terms of like concentration levels or being fully present in the moment yeah one thing I uh, one thing I often hear is firstly people saying I just never have the time mm. to which I'm saying it's like well it may seem like you don't have the time because life can be so busy and so full on so much of the time um, and especially nowadays with how easy it is to access work at home yeah. you know and so many people are working from home then it just becomes even increasingly difficult but the time is there if you can make 
make that time go out of your way you know just literally plan it into your diary five minutes stick it in your diary as if you were putting in a meeting and then one thing i always find is when i do get people to actually sit down and listen to music they're like yeah it's really rewarding you know i'm getting so much from it on you know as a personal practice yeah so i remember the first time i met you will which was at the future faces agm a few months ago and i just that first conversation with you, I find you so inspiring how you find something you're passionate about and you've made it your life's work and to share it with people. And that passion comes across so strongly. So how have you, I guess, navigated your life to do what you love? Whereas there might be a lot of us out there who just sort of fall down a track and carry on with it just because that's what we thought we should do. Yeah, no, I mean, that's re- that's really kind of you to say. So thank you. For saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Well, to, to paint a picture, when I was in when I was in secondary school and I was doing my A levels, I didn't take a music A level. I actually took um, biology and chemistry, yeah, um, because I was more focused on a scientific, like medical science route. That was, you know, I was really interested in it. But when I got to actually, I think it was like halfway through, pretty much towards the end of year twelve, uh, it just didn't feel right. It really didn't feel right to me. Um, and I'd I've been playing guitar since the age of seven. Yeah. And it was just that moment where I just sat down and said to myself, do I really want to do this? And actually, do I really want to go down this medical science route, which I've been training and practicing for? And it was a difficult yeah. decision because like I'd done work experience. I did all the things the school, you know, tell you to do. And I've done the right A-levels to write the GCSEs. And I just like tried to trust myself a little bit and say, does this feel right? And it was no. Mm. And at that point, it was, you know, I, I felt all over the place a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Fortunately, this is around about the time where I discovered mindfulness as well. So that really helped me to actually say, what do I want to do? And the one thing I kept coming back to was I want to play guitar. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I want to do. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, I had a really um, strong support network around me. You know, don't get me wrong. My parents were a little bit surprised when I said, "Um, yeah, I don't want to do medical science anymore. I want to play guitar. They would be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But after a while and actually, you know, a little bit of research and then I found, you know, found the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire and I auditioned for it. I took a year out of school and education to actually focus on those skills. And it eventually led me to Birmingham, studying amongst some incredible professional musicians and meeting some incredible people. And, you know, from the minute I arrived in Birmingham, I was like, yeah, this is, this feels right. This is exactly what I want to be doing. And then, you know, like I said, when it came to the COVID year, I was like, actually, maybe I don't just want to be into performance and, you know, classical guitar, but actually looking at, you know, giving something back through the mindfulness and through quiet now. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've always just tried to give myself the opportunity to say, you know, how does this feel? Are you okay with this? And then also to trust myself a little bit. Yeah. But then I say like a big thing as well as just having a, you know, the right people around you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I found that since joining the Future Faces Committee as well. Everyone is so inspiring and you've got all these incredible sort of young professionals and it just inspires you to want to be better. Yeah. You know, and want to sort of chase after those bigger goals and yeah. just, you know, not give up really. Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant to hear just how you followed your gut instinct, your intuition, and now how many people you're supporting, which is great. So how, what would you say to people who maybe think it's not for me or mindfulness isn't for me, or I'm not sure about, um, if I can listen to this type of music, for example, if it's for me, just how do you encourage that? Yeah, it's, it's a great question to be honest. Um, because that that opinion is there in a lot of people actually especially when it comes to 
mindfulness and meditation in general, but also classical music. Yeah. You know, I studied, it was a classical music degree for four years. And so I spent a lot of time talking to people who are like, oh, just classical music's not for me. And it's like, you know, do you know what that means? You know, do you know what classical music is to start with? You know, there's so much going on in classical yeah. music. It's not just, you know, that one famous piece of music you've heard in the background of a car advert. There's so many, you know, there's so many orchestras and pieces and composers out there working on wonderful things. And this is why I really enjoy working in these sessions with people with that opinion, because it's one thing I'll try and do is say, well, you might not like this type of classical music, but what happens if we listen to a late romantic piece and actually worked with this composer instead and they'll listen to it, given the opportunity to sit down and just listen and go, I really enjoy that. And yeah. it's the same with mindfulness as well. It's like, well, maybe this aspect doesn't work for you. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is for your benefits, for your health and well-being. It's looking after your mental health. And the end goal is, you know, being happier and healthier. And it's like, who doesn't want that? Yeah. And it's about finding and exploring and giving yourself the time, which is, you know, that can be the difficult thing, isn't it? It's time. Yeah. You know, and, you know, time is difficult to come by nowadays. So I totally understand that it can be difficult to find that dedication. But... You know, that's one of the reasons why Quiet Now is here. You know, it's to help you find that space, find that environment to just sit down and go, well, you know, maybe the meditation stuff doesn't work for me, but actually focusing on my breathing for two minutes really helps me to yeah. feel a bit more calm and can help me sleep better. Yeah. So what's the future for Quiet Note and how can people find out more about how to access access you and, and what you've got available? Absolutely. Well, the future of Quiet Note is... At, at the moment, limitless. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, you know, I've, um, people keep saying, where do you want to be in five years? It's like, you know, working with more people, making a bigger impact. And But there's no end goal. You know, there is a, there is a whole thing that I want to do with reforestation later on. But that's, that's another topic. <laughs> that's another topic. But um, there's no end goal with Quiet Now. It's just the more people I can, you know, introduce to this practice and help. And, you know, it's not the sole you know, that is, you know, quiet note is definitely not the one answer to this. Yeah. It's part of a bigger national and international solution to helping with people's well-being and their mental health. You know, mm. it's one thing. And just this huge social change that's been happening for the last few years where people are starting to become more concerned with people as people yeah. rather than people as workforces or just people as, well, just, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of how to get involved with it, you can head over to quietnote.co.uk and that's the best way to find us online. Um, and then, oh, LinkedIn. So since joining the, <laughs> since joining the Chamber of Commerce, honestly, I did not know like the power behind LinkedIn. But yeah, hit me up on LinkedIn. Love it. Oh, brilliant. So before we close today, what is your final message to the listeners and to the world? <laughs> To the world. Well, um, actually, we're going to finish with a bit of a with a mindfulness track, yes, aren't we? Yeah. So I'd love to share with you a track um, from Quiet Note. And this is day one of an introduction to mindful music. So it's a beautiful one to start with because it's, you know, it's a total introduction to this whole practice. And it's kind of on a similar theme to what we've been talking about today, Saba. And all you have to do whilst listening is simply listen to the details within the music. You know, the track is only about five minutes long. And so I'm just going to invite you to spend five minutes dedicated listening time to this track. What can you hear going on in this track when you're doing nothing else but listening?
Oh, wow. Will, thank you for your time. And to the listeners, you heard it here. Get involved in all things mindfulness, classical music, and and check out Quiet Note because it's a brilliant organization created by Will. So thank you, everyone, for listening and join us again on the next Future Faces podcast soon. Music for our podcast was provided by Quiet Note, a company helping people better experience mindfulness through music. Head over to quietnote.co.uk to find out more.